Bring you some business news now on the programme. Uh, Brian is with us today. He's starting with a new paid subscription service for some of the world's top social networks, aren't you? Brian Quinn. Well, Stuart Meta, of course, is the parent company of Facebook and Instagram. It is indeed uh, introducing a paid verification service for its platforms. CEO Mark Zuckerberg announced the news Sunday, saying that it's aimed at improving security and authenticity on the apps. Well, to get a blue verified badge, customers will have to submit a government ID as well as fork over $11.99 a month or $14.99 a month. That's in dollars on Apple's iOS services. The service rolls out in Australia and New Zealand this week with more countries to follow soon. Meta's ad revenue declined for the first time ever in 2022. The company's latest move comes on the heels of a similar one from Twitter late last year. That one quickly turned into a fiasco, though, as pranksters paid to spoof famous brands and public figures. The U.S. internet content platforms, meanwhile, are facing a potential sea change this week as the Supreme Court is set to examine one of the industry's foundational legal protections. Section 230 is part of the 1996 Communications Decency Act. It stipulates that online platforms hosting user-generated content should not be considered the publishers of that content and thus are not legally liable for it. Google and Twitter, though, are being sued by families of victims of jihadist terror attacks, including the November 2015 attacks here in Paris. Plaintiffs there say the companies helped the Islamic State group by allowing its propaganda to be spread on their sites. Industry lobbyists say a decision against the firms could leave them with no good options, though. Take a listen here. Right. If, we, uh, if, if we ratchet up liability rules, you get two potential results. One is that services over-moderate, over-filter, uh, over-sanitize their content in, 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 to ensure that you know, there's no potential risk of liability. And the other is that they throw up their hands and abdicate responsibility. Time now for a check-in on the day's trading action. Asian indexes gaining on Monday. Shanghai ending the day up more than 2% as the country's central bank in China leaves the prime loan rates unchanged. Shares in tech investment firm China Renaissance Holdings went on a roller coaster ride in Hong Kong on Monday as dealmaker CEO Bao Fan remains missing amid a feared renewal of Beijing's crackdown on the Chinese tech sector. European indexes mostly following that positive trend at Monday's open with some modest gains in London, Paris, and Frankfurt. Investors, though, mostly waiting for the minutes from the latest meeting of the U.S. Federal Reserve to be published later in the day as a clue to potential interest rate hikes as the U.S. economy remains hot. Finally, for business, Europe's energy crisis has forced major changes across the continent this winter, from thermostat settings to natural gas suppliers. For one Hungarian ballet company, it's meant a new rehearsal space, as the group can't afford its heating bills in the old one. The Gure Ballet, now practicing in an Audi factory. The car maker is one of the ballet's sponsors. It's now their host as well. Oliver Ferry has the story. In the Hungarian city of Gyur, the energy crisis has forced a local ballet company to be creative and save money. The company has had to shutter its rehearsal hall because it can't afford to heat it. Luckily, one of the ballet's sponsors, the car maker Audi, has stepped in. 
The dancers now rehearse in the conference room of Gears Audi factory. As we heard about the rising energy prices, we felt that a situation could emerge when we would need to extend help to our partners. I can say that we are almost in daily communication with the Gior Ballet, and through our conversations they confirm that they really did need help. The move has been a godsend for the dancers who cannot afford to go too long without rehearsing. The most important thing in a dancer's life is to not stop. There is a saying that we often say to each other, if you miss one day of rehearsal, it's no problem. If you miss two days, then the dancer begins to feel it. And if you miss three days, then the audience notices as well. And this is unacceptable when you want to keep up a standard of quality. And there's an added bonus for the factory's workers who get to sample top-class ballet at close quarters on their lunch break. We were much closer to the dancers. Really, you could see every little movement and facial expression much better. We really got closer to them both physically and emotionally than in a theatre. As an arrangement, it might not be ideal, but needs must when energy bills have soared tenfold. Yet another example of the many unintended ripple effects the war in neighbouring Ukraine has had. Stuart, I will say, I was a little disappointed that they weren't dancing on the production lines, but <laughs> on the bonnets, first, I guess. Yeah. Even on the bonnets. Yeah. You know, a bit of ballet on the bonnet, as you say. <laughs> Thank you very much, Brian. Brian with the business news on for us 24.